tasty. Too tasty. When speaking of celebrities, meaning actors, musicians, artists, athletes, etc., it will only be in relation to real life and how I may apply celebrity situations to real life situations. Tasty Topics is not a celebrity gossip podcast. Any celebrity business discussed on my podcast would be after it has already been made public. I'm not here to create or spread rumors with no proof or merit. Yeah. Darkness falls across the land. The midnight hour is close at hand. Creatures crawl in search of blood to terrorize all neighborhoods. Whoever shall be found without the soul for getting down must stand and face the hounds of Tasters, hello tasters, I am back, I am back, and welcome to episode 77 of Tasty Top Picks, yes, and if you're wondering why I started with the monologue from Michael Jackson's The Thriller using Vincent Price's voice, it's because, um... That type of energy is the reason why I've been away for as long as I have. I sort of lost track of time because a few weeks ago, the world, namely the United States, was hit with um, what were the remnants of apparent wildfires in Canada. Remember, tasters, I live in New York. So apparently the wildfires of Canada caused a zombie apocalypse yeah that's what i said a zombie apocalypse i was sitting in my home as vincent price would call it one day getting myself ready for work i turn on the news and i'm seeing stories of these alleged wildfires in canada i say alleged because there's no film footage of fires um no one's on the news, on a microphone, speaking with any reporters about fires. All you see is smoke and an orange sky. This is on the news. So maybe about an hour into the news reports, I'm getting messages from my friends and loved ones. Hey, have you been outside yet? And all of a sudden, my whole apartment goes dark. My apartment goes dark. And when I open my shades, everything's orange. Bright, fiery orange. The entire sky. Tasters, I'd never seen no shit like that in my life. And after everything went dark in my house but orange outside, there was a faint smell of train smoke wafting through my crib. I said, okay. There are wildfires in Canada, allegedly. I live in New York City. Why the fuck is everything orange? Why does my home smell like train smoke? Why is an orange sky causing darkness inside? And then 
for days after that, once the atmosphere cleared, I developed a cough. A nasty cough. A cough where if I laughed, there was a cough. If I laid down on my back for too long. <coughs> that cough is just now subsiding. And I'm told that lots of people suffered from the cough. So I guess we can call this the great cough of 2023. The zombie apocalypse. Yeah, tasters, the shit was so fucked up. It had people saying again, here we go again. So I'm going to go throw that into my mentals and my body, yada, yada. It was like, is is this really going on? I'm serious. I didn't want to talk. I Every other sentence, a cough came along with it. I had to go back to wearing masks. You know, when I say again, you know, look, pandemic, scamdemic shit. Because, again, we have no footage of these fires. Now, I've seen things on fire. I've seen video images. Like, California is known for wildfires. A couple of years ago, Australia was going through a big, crazy issue of wildfires. And, I mean, they were showing everything. Footage of little koala bears burning up in trees and shit. Like, that was real. But with this here, I'm like, wait a minute. I know for a fact that Canada is at least eight hours away driving, you know, from wherever you are in the state of New York, at least. How did wildfires from some place that many hours away affect New York State and mainly my city so greatly? Then they tried to give us some bullshit tasters that, um... The air quality, oh yeah, they did these air quality alerts. At one point for two days, New York City had the worst air quality on the planet. (laughs) How the hell did we get the worst air quality on the planet, in the world, on the earth? And then they tried to say that the worst affected areas were all of the so-called urban areas. I saw that online on one of these sites and everybody was like, take this shit down. So with the air's races now, look, the air knows where to go to and not be good. Get out of here with that. It was like, yeah, parts of the Bronx and certain parts of Brooklyn, the air quality was worse than everywhere. How? Please let me know how. I don't know how. Well, anyway, um, yeah, that shit affected my mentals and my body, Adi, because I couldn't, I didn't understand what was going on. I really felt like, come on, you know, like, damn, summer's coming. Can we just have a good summer? Are they going to just lock us up again, you know, make us stay inside and throw away the key? What else is next? Then I thought I heard rumors about some other variant of the virus. I don't want that shit. I want to have fun. I want to be frivolous. I want to frolic. Have a good time. Speaking of a good time, like I said, it's been so long. You know, a lot of my tasters were worried. Like, is this it for Stella? Has her mic gone cold forever? Is this the end of Tasty Top Picks? No, this is not the end of Tasty Top Picks. And I want to shout out to my listener, Bree, a fellow tourist, who um, she got my DMs and she sent me some stuff and she was just encouraging me not to give up and just to let you know, I appreciate you. But I had not, um, I, I was not thinking on giving up, but I definitely appreciate you for being a dedicated taster and being concerned about my well-being because it was really bad out here. And oh, my girl, Bibi, 
I want to shout you out, BB. You know, she told me, you know, just keep it up. Hang in there. Look, BB darling, I ain't going nowhere. Thank you, BB, for listening. Thank you, Bree. And also another new taster by the name of Quality Jones. If you do not follow Quality Jones, you should. Um, I actually encountered Quality Jones on the Kendra G Show. My girl Quality Jones was on the Kendra G dating show. If you all are not familiar with Kendra G, Kendra G show is a hoop. And um, Kendra G is another fellow, fellow Taurus woman. She's a radio and media personality. And she has a dating show that comes on YouTube. And she does it live on Instagram several times a week. And it's a good time. But anyway, a young woman, beautiful woman by the name of Quality Jones was up there looking for love. And I loved her spirit. You know, a lot of times on Kendra G's show, people give their information. And um, she left her info, you know, their social media following information. And when she put up her information, I followed her right away. And Quality Jones is a beauty. She is a businesswoman. If you um, are business-minded, you can follow her page. Go right to Instagram. Type Quality Jones and it'll show up. Quality Jones, LLC. Her, um, the name of her game is Small Business Consulting Firm. And information regarding grants, business credits, and um, business loans. So if you're business-minded and you have questions about how to preserve and maintain and um, really make it out here amongst these sharks, follow Quality Jones. And she is also... Um, Coming soon, she did an interview. I connected her to my boy Lama from Views of an X, and you will get to hear Quality Jones' story on Views of an X. You can also follow her on Spotify. Quality Jones has um, her own monologue on Spotify, specifically one called Arubian Nights. When you get a chance, that's Arubian, A-R-U-B-I-A-N, like the island of Aruba. And she's got a story to tell. So, yeah, get in the quality Jones. So, um, yeah, as far as my body, body and my mentals, like I said, I was feeling kind of down and, you know, congested and coffee and ugh, because of the zombie apocalypse. And um, just trying to line up some nice things for myself to do for the summer. But, oh, I will tell you, you know what has enhanced my mentals, tasters? I have recently started hanging out with a young woman that I met at Cocktails Podcast Show when they were on tour in 2022. And I met her at the show at Caroline's on Broadway. So I want to shout out my girl, Keto Tasters. I'm putting it out there. My girl is a flight attendant. And when I tell you that has got to be in my bucket list of jobs that I wish that I have had like, well, career paths that I wish I'd taken or had been brave enough to try. Flight attendant is one of them. And my girl is a beautiful flight attendant. And she definitely has lives her life on the edge. That's what, when I say lives her life on the edge, do any of you watch this series on, um, on Max, the flight attendant, the actual series, isn't it so exciting and wonderful? Well, if you ain't into the flight attendant, you need to get into the flight attendant because it is so much fun. And when I say, I want to say she lives life by the edge of her seat. She's one of these friends where it's like, 
hey girl i'm meeting you for drinks at 8 p.m i'm in la right now but i'll be in new york city in time for drinks and she is here fresh faced and beautiful right on time and it's like well i'll be damned that's what i mean by living life by the edge of her seat yeah just like the series the flight attendant on hbo max that's what the flight attendant comes on and um it should have been so much fun just hanging out with a damn flight attendant so like i said that's one of the career paths that i wish that i had experienced besides being like a real dope bartender i don't mean just pouring liquor mixing up rum and coke at a party because your girlfriend asks you to volunteer or at a baby well you shouldn't be making liquor at baby showers you know what i mean bartender and flight attendant it's one of the two professions that I have no experience in, never got into, never tried, but I wish that I had because they seem so exciting. My girl is exciting. So we did the rooftop cinema of what's love got to do with it. It was freaking awesome. Um, the night that we had hanging out that night, I felt like I was about... Um, 10, 15 years younger than I am because the party don't stop with her. So get your pen and pad out. Well, you know what? I ain't going to give away all my places. Let's just say it started out with Rooftop Cinema. And then we ended up at some fancy boozy ice cream parlor. We indulged in dinner at a very, very upscale restaurant in the city and finished our night at a nice wonderful dive on the lower east side of manhattan so again i want to shout out my homegirl who's a flight attendant and it's a season she's a gemini birthday shout out like i said it's a bunch of y'all bunch of you gemini and um yeah so that's that um with my mentals yeah just hanging out and having a good time it really does help me mentally because you go through a lot well at least i do i just go through a lot emotionally like i said there are things that i'm not gonna discuss on this platform because everything ain't for everybody i wish some of these celebrities knew that and understood that which i am going to get into but um i saw a post and i actually posted it and somebody had put up the saying that my girls don't know how much they're helping me heal every time we hang out and I want to shout out to all my girls because I'm looking forward to so many you know exciting days in the you know the upcoming warm weather for instance oh let's talk about it the Bridgerton experience and I'll give my review of something regarding the series Bridgerton well specifically Queen Charlotte because I didn't watch Bridgerton but um Queen Charlotte you know what I can give it to you right away for all of my tasters who um <clears throat> don't watch because i wasn't a watcher bridgerton and queen charlotte they are a period drama i guess that time period would be um is it the victorian era you know when everyone wore big dresses and powdered wigs and walked around with their noses in the air and everything was british 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 um yeah that's what the bridgerton series and um the prequel queen charlotte are about so anyway, um, my girls and I have tickets for a Bridgerton experience. And let me tell you, I'm so heavy into cosplay. And I feel like I don't get to dress up in costume as often as I'd like to. So I'm counting down to that. We are going to a Bridgerton experience where we get to dress up and um, that, what what time period is that? I got to look that up. Okay, Bridgerton, 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 Queen Charlotte, da-da, da-da. 
it's definitely um the era let's see the era okay um the early 1800s like i said with all the the, the early king and, and queen stuff in england that time period like i don't want to misquote it um but i'll look it up again i'll go over it. so anyway like i said with the big dresses and the powdered wigs and the snooty voices so the bridgerton experience that we're going to in the city you get to dress up like that and um they're going to have drinks and acts like back in the days. That's when they would have like court jesters and all type of shit to keep the king and queen happy. Or it would be off with your head, you know, stuff like that. And um, it looks like a bunch of fun. I can't wait to cosplay for that event. And um, as long as my weight keeps coming down, I haven't even ordered my outfit yet. Because I feel like as the weeks go by, I lose like a pound or two more each week. And I don't even want to order my Bridgerton Experience outfit until the very, very last minute. But, um, yeah, so they're going to have drinks. Everyone's going to be all dressed up and acting all royal and having a good time. And I plan to be so tipsy and have so much fun. But as far as this series itself, I don't watch Bridgerton. I never did. Um, because oh, one thing that I did notice... What they've done with this series, Bridgerton and Queen Charlotte, is they've reimagined these time periods, like with King George. Like, I know the story of King George. If you don't know, look it up. The story of the actual King George. He was like the mad king of Great Britain back in those early 1800s. You know, something was wrong with him. Like, probably syphilis. I feel like back in those days, everybody was dying of, it, it was like either syphilis or what's the other one where the rat bit everybody? The plague? Was the plague over with by then? I think he might have had syphilis and his brain was all messed up. So anyway, I've been watching Queen Charlotte and what those series have done is reimagined everything um, if there were blacks there. And that was kind of one of the reasons why I actually stayed away from the Bridgerton series. Because it was like, you know, how authentic is that? I understand that this is a fictional series. But it's just like, how are we placing blacks into this period? Because I would imagine that for the most part, if blacks were anywhere in Great Britain around that time, the early 1800s, um, it would definitely be in servitude and Bridgerton reimagines that they weren't in servitude, that it was royalty. Like the prequel, which actually came out after Bridgerton, you have the young woman who's playing Queen Charlotte is mixed race. And I was like, you know, how authentic is that? And I did my research. Apparently there's rumors that the actual Queen Charlotte, who was a wife of King George, look, the Mad King may have had a little, um, a little color to her. A little soul to her glow. So, you know, maybe a little authentic, but um, I gave it a chance. The Bridgerton Queen Charlotte series is about six episodes. And on a scale from gem to garbage, I'm going to give it garbage. <clears throat> and I'm going to tell you why. Um, I couldn't get past the middle of the fourth episode. And it's only about six episodes. Um, Queen Charlotte. The series focuses a lot on black women's sexuality. I feel like there was one episode, maybe episode two or three. I had nodded off. And when I woke up, there was a black woman fucking. And then um, when I nodded off and woke up, she there was another black woman. It was like, it, I felt like the whole Queen Charlotte series 
has really gotten to this point and like I said I've only gotten up until about the middle of episode four and I and you spoiler alert you're gonna see um the two so-called black main cast everything is is it's like focused on their sex lives and sex and sex it's, it's like just discovering basically I feel like what Queen Charlotte is trying to enforce upon the audience is that yeah black girl magic is real and our magic lies between our thighs and I, I have an issue with that and if you watch you may agree with me and understand what I'm talking about or you may not agree with me if you want to give it a chance and see for yourself I definitely feel the Queen Charlotte series is garbage and I'm not going to complete it but that's just my opinion I don't like it and um I was troubled. The only thing that I felt, I gave me a little bit of a chuckle, but it was troublesome. One of the main um, black female characters, well, black woman characters on the cast, um, Lady Danbury, I'll give her name away. She's married to a big ugly. He's a big black prominent ugly. And, you know, I thought that was funny. At first, like, oh, you know, they always talk about a big ugly. And, you know, she's married to him and he's wealthy and all of this other shit. But, um, it's a lot of buffoonery with that role with him, Lord Danbury, and then it's, it's a lot about them fucking, and it's and how much she loathes having to fuck this big ugly, and it's like okay, how how many times we gonna laugh about that? Uh, we have to see that imagery. So yeah, on the scale from gem to garbage, I find. Queen Charlotte to be garbage. I will not be watching the Bridgerton series, but I will be having a good time at the Bridgerton experience. Can't wait to put on a wig and, and, and some, some old school antique outfit and turn up. <laughs> yeah, that'll be fun. So, anyway, that's the Bridgerton experience and more about my mentals. And as far as my body, I um. It's up and down. You know, I feel like I might have plateaued with the weight loss, but at least I don't think I've gained any weight back. So that's a beautiful thing. And um, let's get right into it. I said that today's episode was going to be a smorgasbord. Thank you for joining me at my table today, but it's not. I'm just now, like I said, getting my voice back. Feel good about that. So what I am going to talk about today, um, I should have dropped the disclaimer. I may. Um, and shout out to my tasters that say that they like when I speak about celebrities regarding, um, a real inhuman experience, not just gossip. So today I am going to talk about one or two celebrities and what's going on in their world as it applies to real life, real time, not just gossip. First of all, I want to send love and light to my girl, Sukiana, the rapper, Sukiana, she calls herself Sukiana the Goat on Instagram. Isn't it funny? I'd actually played a clip of Suki talking about why she wanted to um, connect, why she wanted to make black love to Dr. Umar Johnson, um, brother Ifatunde himself. And then no sooner than I post that, then my girl Suki went through some mess. If you all don't know, you've been under a rock. Um, just the, in the last week, Suki has gone through some things. Um, she's they're digging up old footage of her at some interview uh, with the young woman K 
Candy Burris from Escape. She was a guest on her so-called show. And if you all know, you'll know why I am talking through my teeth. So Suki was a guest on her show a few weeks ago, maybe months ago. And for some reason, they dug up that um, footage from that show because one of Miss Burris's co-hosts kind of made her feel very uncomfortable and violated. That's one. And I think the reason that they may have dug up that footage from that interview from several months back is because just recently there was a fight sponsored by a network that's going to remain nameless. It was a Mayweather fight. Mayweather and um, one of the Gotti children um, fought. It wasn't a title fight. It was just, a, um, I forget what they call it. You know, when you just do it for show. Or whatever the case may be. It wasn't um, for a belt or a title. Well, anyway, um, Suki had happened to be at that fight. And there was some type of interview going on there. And a rapper who's going to remain nameless. Because I don't listen to him. I actually fuck with Suki. So the rapper that violated her um, took it upon himself to grab my girl Suki by her neck. And shove his tongue down her throat. In a very nasty, super deep kiss on camera in front of the world. And it was just so off-putting. Like, she let out this squeal, like, oh, no, like, what are you doing? And I didn't like it. So the reason why I brought it up, because like I said, not only had I just mentioned Suki, um, it takes me back to my Tasty Topics episode number 67. Is it kink, cringe, or criminal? And I remember mentioning in that episode... That you have to be careful what it is that you put out here to the world about your sexuality. Because you have people that will misinterpret what it is that you feel about yourself. And they will take it to the extreme. For instance, my girl Sukiana refers to herself as Suki with the good pussy. Wolf pussy. And the footage that they dug up going back to the Candy Burris interview was of one of Candy Burris' co-hosts just basically just trying to read Suki down to the letter about herself. Well, basically, uh, you said you got good pussy. Is it good? I want to see how good it is. Um, pulled out his phone, showed a dick pic, was demanding to know how good the pussy was since she talks about it all the time. I mean, really just like barking down on her like a dog. And um, there was no one there in her defense. She, you know, really had to speak up for herself. And she was basically, she kind of like folded. It was like, okay, I hear you, brother. Like, um, yeah, but this is not the time or the place. I'm not even here for that. And he wouldn't let up. So then I feel that, you know, after that, and because of the things that she says about herself, that's why this rapper who shoved his face into hers with this disgusting French kiss on camera, he felt that it was okay to do because of what I spoke about in episode 67. Is it can't cringe a criminal? You have to protect your energy. Protect your energy. Protect your rep. I remember mentioning I'd come across a woman who said that she wanted to be destroyed during sex. And what did I say, Tasters? Be careful telling the world how you want somebody to destroy you during the sex act. Because there's an asshole out here that will take what you said and really just taint it. 
take all of the fun out of it, all of the sexy out of it, and just really just fuck you up. Because you said that you wanted to be destroyed during the act of sex. And I feel really bad because there were so many people like going against this young woman. This beautiful young woman who happens to be sexually liberated and very sexually free-spirited. You know, just talking about, oh, well, that's what she get. Isn't that what she calls herself? Talk about a pussy all the time. And ain't she, wasn't she just hanging out with so-and-so? There's another rapper that she hangs out with. It's going to remain nameless, you know. Getting dog walked on leashes and talking about, um, I'm going to bring it up. Ass eating. That's been like a thing lately. And I honestly wish that that's something that women didn't talk about because no matter how free and fluid you are sexually, I don't know too many men who let's, let's talk about respectability politics. And I was having a conversation with my favorite down South cousin, Glenn PJ about that. Shout her out. We were talking about Suki. She was actually, um, you can hold the conversation with Suki. She's a very intelligent young woman. I don't know how far she's gone as far as her education, but she's nobody's dummy. And she was saying, well, you know, Suki is very intelligent. And I said, I agree, cousin. She absolutely is. But when you are sitting around and um, saying out loud and in, in interviews and in song that you like eating ass, that's all a man is going to hear. That's all most men are here. You can have a master's degree, and you can tell your friends, well, you know, um, Suki got a master's degree, yeah, but she says she ate ass, though. Don't she eat ass? Well, um, you know, Suki is a rocket scientist, but she she said she eat ass, though, right? I, I'm going to see, could I get that bitch to eat my ass? And that's all these motherfuckers are here, is that you're an ass eater. What about the other young lady, or the young ladies now, they're admitting that they like golden showers. You know, it was talked about. Carisha, I can, I can say it. You know, um, she was saying that in her sexual fun, she enjoys a golden shower. She can't even make a comment online now. She could be somewhere that none of us can afford to go to ever in this lifetime. Having the time of her life looking beautiful, spread out, um, just getting fed grapes and drinking expensive champagne, dripping in diamonds. And you know what people will put in the comments? Uh-oh, is you letting somebody piss on you? Uh-oh, pissy girl. Or because you let it out that you enjoyed the act of um, shower play. So, again, you got to be careful with what you put out there, women, especially. Like, men, y'all going to do what y'all do. Y'all are men. You can protect yourselves. Women, not so much. And the sad part is, again, a lot of times when we put things out there about ourselves and our sexuality and our spirits and our energy and how free we are. I feel like a lot of times people will not stand up for us just to see how much we mean it. Like, I really hate the imagery from the interview with Sukiana at um, Candy Burris' show, at her podcast, because um, Candy didn't do anything to interject. She didn't try to stop her co-host from being disrespectful. She didn't look at Suki and say, sis, you all right? You, you know, we're going to move on from here because this is getting kind of heavy, which is something that I would have done. And I'm shocked at Candy because she's another Taurus woman. And, you know, we are usually very discerning. Like, we can tell when there's a discomfort and usually put a block on it. Like, okay, enough is enough there. Moving right along. We ain't about to do this. That's usually within the nature of an earth sign. Yeah, I do believe in astrology. So I was very shocked 
when I saw this footage of Suki sitting at this podcast being um, berated and disrespected by Candy Burris' co-host, I was really shocked that, again, Candy did nothing to step in and defend this young woman. Then you'll have people that say, well, Sukiana's grown. She could defend herself. And you know what? That's when I stop. That's when um, it ends for me. And I stop talking about it. So, um, again, love and light to Sukiana. She seems to have taken it well. There's been apologies posted, you know, to her. And things have been resolved. And, uh, again, I just want to shout out my girl. Because I did mention her. And it definitely... Um, Everything that went on with her correlated with what I mentioned in my episode number 67. Is it kink, cringe, or criminal? So now we are 10 episodes past that. Again, welcome to my table, episode number 77. And um, I might keep it brief, but um, apparently in the celebrity world, all of the women... Or some of the women from the shiny era, look, the shiny suit wearing era of hip hop have been losing their minds. Everyone is spilling their tea. Um, We got baby mothers of rap moguls and ex-wives of rap moguls speaking about um, these big hip hop icons being no good ass niggas, piece of shit, bastards, um... Allegedly not being as wealthy as they claim, at least one of them. I'm not even getting into names with this one. Like, you all can just, like I said, unless you live under a rock, you had to have heard what went on this week. Specifically, um, yesterday. Um, yeah. It's being told that all that glitters isn't gold. And that is the title of today's Tasty Topic. All the glitters is not gold. And um, all that shit about goals. You know, as I'm listening to these celebrities and social media and the internet culture has brought us closer to celebrities, I'm starting to see that more and more. Like, remember back in the days before Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, before America was online, before the world was online, you could only imagine what celebrity life was like, especially their romantic relationships. You had to wait until Ebony Magazine came out once a month, Ebony, um, Jet Every Week, or Essence Magazine to see what a celebrity's wedding looked like. Then when we rolled into the hip-hop era, if they did run a celebrity wedding in hip-hop, you had to read about it in Vibe or Source Magazine. You know what I mean? You, you had to wait. All we knew is what we saw in pictures. The only things that we saw about celebrities is if you turned on shit. They didn't even have shows about celebrity business. You had to really wait until Entertainment Tonight. And that was for the older crowd. They were still talking about people back in the days like Diana Ross and Elizabeth Taylor. So now, you know, with the social media age, the celebrities have gotten a little younger you know, closer to our age group. And they're just spilling all their business in the streets. And apparently, excuse me, apparently a lot of them aren't happy. Or like I said, all that glittered with them was never gold. 
got celebrity and it's the women who are spilling all their tea. The women are just telling all their business. Especially the women that are married to these big personalities, these athletes, these musicians, these big A&R people that they were never happy. These men were never great to their children. Again, I'm hearing shit that these men are broke. There was a big thing. It came up recently, you know, that I did mention the celebrity's name about Gabrielle Union and D-Wade regarding how they handle their household finances. And I said I would speak about that another day. I'm going to bring that up. I do have an issue with that. Um, that 50-50 split is bullshit. You know, if you all didn't hear, um, Gabrielle Union just admitted to the world that she and her husband, Baller, who's worth over $100 million, Dwayne Wade, for their reasons, split all of their finances down the middle. Yeah, that's not gold to me. That's not glittery and that's not gold. I, like I said, I do have an issue with that. I don't think it's fair. And I feel like as women, you know, when we get read fairy tales at night and you dream about being a princess, I don't think it was any of our dreams to split anything 50-50 with some wealthy man who is rich enough to take care of us where we should never have to spend a coin of our money. And that's what's going on out here. I'm hearing that a lot. I'm hearing that um, even outside of money, you know, and then the ones with money ain't a problem. A lot of these celebrity men, they use their status and their wealth as a reason to just be awful men. Like the things that I'm hearing, like earlier today, like I said, it was just an explosive situation. I could talk about it. This is my little podcast and um, I will drop a disclaimer. Um... Kamora Lee, look, shout out to another tourist woman, revealed to the world she and one of her daughters, her youngest daughter, were Russell Simmons, crying and um, going on and on about how he is an awful man, that he does not spend like people think he spends, that he's actually broke, and that she, Kamora Lee, formerly Simmons, has been carrying him. She and her husband, who was um, had his own issues, have been carrying this man financially for the last 10 years. And it was like, when I heard that, I'll be damned. Not Mr. What was that credit card that he had? Because I had one when I was very young, a rush card. Not Mr. Black Wealth, Black Excellence, that was telling us all, you know, how to get our finances together and get our credit up being carried by his ex-wife and her husband um damn that was crazy then um we've got another woman in the spotlight a former woman from the cast of real housewives of atlanta who is currently going through financial hell she and her husband, who was a former football player, and um, they're losing their home. Apparently, um, he's being run down by BMW for non-payment on their Rolls Royce. And again, it just makes me wonder, tasters, what is the point of marrying a wealthy person or a celebrity if you can still encounter 
the financial difficulties and issues that the average person encounters. Like, it's really blowing my mind. Like, I'm really, I will plead guilty to this. I really thought that money was the answer to a lot of life's questions. I know it would be the answer right now to a lot of the questions in my goddamn life. I don't understand these celebrities who are going through shit where at one point, if you looked them up, looked up their network, they were making all this money and worth all of this, and now they have nothing. Um, their money is going downhill, or, you know, they're in trouble with the IRS. Not even worse than the IRS. You know, a lot of times you always heard about celebrities getting in trouble with tax evasion because I hear a lot of celebrities and wealthy people feel that they don't have to pay taxes. And then Uncle Sam shows you why you're supposed to pay taxes, and um, they get in trouble for it. But now it ain't even just taxes. It's just with everyday expenses, a lot of these celebs are living above their means and just having all of these kids. That's another thing. I thought that the more money you had, you know, kids was nothing. Like, okay, you got money, you can afford the babies. Um, Lately, I'm hearing about these people in the spotlight having all these fucking kids that they can't afford. People losing their houses. I just heard about a celebrity that when his kids are... Away, like abroad on vacations and stuff, they're being embarrassed because they're pulling out their debit card and there's nothing on it. The, the cards are declining and shit. Like, <laughs> again, what is the point and the purpose of loving and being involved with somebody who's a brand, somebody with a big name, if you are still going to encounter? The same shit that all of us encounter. I don't get it. I thought, like I say, here it is. And I am asking these questions because celebrities are putting their business out here and airing all dirty laundry. Look, got their drawers hanging on the clothesline for everybody to see. Well, then tell me more because I'm just curious. How does Russell Simmons end up broke? We not know he got a lot of shit going on in his own life as far as like scandals and all that me too shit. But how does that affect your money? How do you end up broke because of that? Was it attorney fees? And let your wife, your ex-wife tell it you've been broke for the past 10 years. Then there's another rapper in the rap world. Well, I don't even want to say rapper. These um TV celebrities where it was um revealed by his baby mother, a young man from... um. Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. I put it out there. A young man from the series Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, his baby mother revealed that um, they have to move because they were so backed up in rent and he wasn't coming up with his half of the rent. Here we go again with this half mess. You know, these are people who are getting paychecks that I'll never see in my lifetime. Like people, you know, will say, well, it's just Love and Hip Hop. What are you doing outside of that? Let me tell you about these reality shows that I do know. No matter what, you are contracted. So even if you receive a paycheck, let's just say that Love and Hip Hop right now invited me to join the cast. And because I'm an unknown, they write me out a check for $25,000. You know where that $25,000 would put me right now? In a much better position than I am currently. 
amounts like that. It, it's like getting, imagine taste this for the year if you received your whole paycheck all in one shot. Imagine if whatever you were supposed to make for your salary for the year, instead of getting paid weekly or bi-weekly, you got it in one shot. Do you know the possibilities with that kind of money, what you could do with that type of money all at once? And that's my point. Anybody that says, well, with these reality shows, they're contracted and they get one paycheck sometimes for the season, that's one paycheck that you could do a whole damn lot with. And I know one of the things that I would not be doing and I am being judgmental right now. It's just sitting around having babies. When did that start? I thought that, you know, being celebrity, especially the younger you are, you're supposed to just be out here having fun, being free. You know, especially to these celebrity women, enjoying the, the dick. Enjoying your, your boyfriend and your husband or whoever it is that you are in this celebrity world with. Traveling, buying homes, buying cars, living fabulous. Not just having children, multiple children, and, and then being stressed about it and then complaining to the world that your finances are out of order. Yeah, I'm putting it out there because Kimora again, airing all her dirty laundry. I didn't realize that the women, the woman had five kids. Look, the women, you know what I mean. I didn't realize that she had five children. I knew about the two with Russell Simmons, and I knew about the one that she had with the actor, the the, the African dude, with um, Hansu. I can't pronounce his first name. I don't want to flub his first name. I know it's a D. D. Demon? Well, either way, I knew she had those three. I didn't know there was two more following that. And I'm like, damn, Kamora, like five? Like, to my taste, is my women. And I guess I am being a bit judgmental. I do have a question. What makes you just want multiple children? I'm sure in, there are instances, again, me and my cousin Glam PJ were talking about it. I'm sure there are situations where multiple children is a beautiful thing and it can work. But it would just... In my mind, especially multiple children with various men, I feel like it just complicates things. You know, children are a lot. That's why I don't have any, you know. And I think about one being a handful, you know, one and done. If I were to ever decide to have children, I always felt like it would have been one and done for me. You know, then the women that decide to have two or if you happen to have twins or whatever, it's nature. It happens. Sometimes nature gives you triplets. Okay, boom. You stop at three. I don't understand these celebrity women that go on to have four and five and six and better. And then it seems like the ones that are having these multiple children, it's being revealed that there was really no happiness there. And this is not all of a sudden. These women are revealing that they were probably almost never happy or their happiness is so far in their rear view that they can't even remember when they were happy with the man or the men that um, that they made all of these children with. So again, like I said, all that glitters isn't gold. Now, I ain't going to say that I feel like Iyanla and believe that the majority of us will be better off to date bus drivers. Or people who don't make so much as far as money is concerned. But I definitely feel that there's something going on in the celebrity world and ain't adding up. The math is not mathing. Because, again, I thought that when you got with multimillionaires and people who were close to billionaire status, that life should have been a little better. A lot better. And 
you definitely should be happy. Well, financially happy or in a better space financially. I just can't imagine just at being at a point where you were a multimillionaire and now you can't afford to keep money on your kids' debit cards. I, You know, it was revealed that when Kamora Lee's daughters are out and about and happen to need an Uber somewhere that Daddy Russell tells them, I ain't got it. Take the train if you have to. And it's like, well, shit. Like, to let's let's be honest. It ain't like Russell Simmons is the most handsome man out here, and I can't imagine busting it wide open for him two times, and thinking that we were gonna live this lavish life. To be told that um, my kids by him, they need to take the train. And and when they got, you know, when they're away someplace expensive, that he ain't footing none of the bill because he ain't got it. And another I'll be damned, this is something, again, that I can't wrap my head around. When it comes to celebrities and their wealth, women paying alimony to men, I will never understand that. And having to take care of your ex, you and your current taking care of your ex or you being responsible for taking care of your ex and his current case in point gonna bring up my girl wendy williams rest in peace to her career i'm so sorry for the things that she's going through but it was revealed very recently that her ex-husband that she was with for years and years you know people will say oh well he feels like he made her he created her he built her yeah but she's not his child and he didn't birth her they were husband and wife they were supposed to be a team a partnership well apparently is um wendy's ex-husband is losing the house that wendy williams worked hard for not a house the mansion that she paid for on her name, her brand, her ex is losing that home. He and his baby mama. The baby mama that he cheated on my girl Wendy Williams for. That he was living in the home with. They are now losing that house because of financial difficulties. Tasters. Let me tell you something. I don't know what type of attorneys these women are encountering where they're getting stuck with alimony payments and judges are declaring that their ex-husbands and baby fathers can keep homes and live in it with other women. But if you ever want to see Stella Belafonte blow her top and lose her mind, let it be told that Stella Belafonte has to pay for some dick that's Again, in her rear view, that I have to pay him monthly for existing because that's all that it is. A lot of these, um, I, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of these celebrity women, you know, they're, they're just paying alimony and, and, and shit to men. And I don't understand. I don't understand where these judges come up with the, this declaration. Um, the amounts that I'm hearing, um, I'm hearing rumors that my girl MJB is on the hook for about $30,000 a month to her ex-husband, which is crazy to me because as fine as my girl Mary is and beautiful and accomplished, you can't tell me that thirty grand a month don't hurt. Thirty grand a month? And my girl Mary isn't even a mother. She doesn't have children. 
So I don't understand what these judges, what is the $30,000 a month for? Is there a cap? Is is it $30,000 a month till the end of time? Like, when does it stop? (laughs) So again, Tasters, that's what brought us to today's table. The fact that um, the things that I used to write in my journal or what's the shit you post on, on, on your board. I never did one of those boards. I don't even know what they call. I was supposed to do one one time. You know your um your goals board that you put up all the things that you want to accomplish. Um, it is no longer on 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 my board or within my prayers to live the life of a celebrity because all that glitters ain't gold, and I just want to send. Look, never thought that I would be sending prayers, love, and light to women who, on paper, are doing much better than me. But emotionally, and real deal financially, not really. Because by the grace of God, I got a roof over my head. And I'm not about to lose my vehicle. And I can eat every day. And I'm turning on my TV, turning on my phone, looking into my tablet. And every day there's a new story about a celebrity woman or a celebrity period who was just in the hole financially because they ain't doing the right thing with their money or something's just haywire with their finances and that they ain't happy. Or even if their finances are okay, even with all of their money, they're still not happy. Like we got, again... Another of our big wealthy moguls, you know, from the, the, let's just say the king of the shiny suit era of rap, you know, got his ex, who's the mother of his oldest son, comparing him to a rotting fish. Yeah, that a fish rots from the head down. And um, I'm going to leave it at that. And speaking of fish tasters, um, I definitely want to get into some big seafood this summer. So, yeah, I'm going to end it there. So, like I said, all the glitters ain't gold. Um, pray for all of my celebrities who seem to be kind of losing control of their situations. And I pray that if I ever accumulate great wealth, that God directs my path and, and guides me so that I know which direction to walk and how to move my feet out here in, in this big world of wealth and finance. And um, again, like I said, speaking of fish, um, I definitely want to have a big seafood day. So shout out to my girls. That could be another ladies night. If not City Island, I want to look it up. There's a spot that my flight attendant friend put me on to. I've actually have it. I have it saved in my bookmarks. If you all don't know about it, Porta Plata, the fish market in Brooklyn. And they do all of these big seafood platters, lobster, shrimp, crab, all that you want. And they have like different theme names, all these big seafood platters and they cook it up for you. My goal this summer, I want to get one of these big seafood platters and a bottle of bubbly. And I want to spread out picnic style somewhere in one of these big, beautiful parks in Brooklyn, maybe in Williamsburg. And just spread out and just eat my seafood and guzzle my bubbly and take my ass home. So, again, Porto Plata is the seafood fish market that um, my beautiful 
flight attendant friend was mentioning. And I feel like she and I need to have a day like that. Or she, I, and a couple of my girls. Yeah, let's just get some big seafood and um, have a good time. So, tasters, that's, I'm going to end it here. I pray that um, for all of my tasters who are doing fabulous, fabulously financially, that you all stay on the great path. Um, uh, on the path of financial righteousness. I hope that your money house stays in order, that you don't fall apart. Let's try as hard as it is. Let's try not to live outside of our means. And um, another lesson that I've learned, my lady tasters, I don't care how fine and wealthy your husband is, if you are fortunate enough to be blessed to get a big ring from some man with a bunch of money, don't depend on that either. Because apparently it means nothing. I'm seeing a lot of these, again, celebrity women who are being engaged to and married to these super wealthy men. And um, they ain't living much better than the average person. And when they get into the marriage and things fall apart, they end up on the hook financially. You know, protect your finances. Look, take care of your money, sisters. And enjoy the rest of your summer. And I definitely am going to talk to you all about a smorgasbord because I think that'll be fun and oh what did you all do for Juneteenth because as I'm dropping this episode Juneteenth has passed us Juneteenth is over and done and um you know what I do want to shout out two people for the Juneteenth holiday I'm going to end it on a, a beautifully black note <laughs> since I spoke about all the glitters not being gold but um, go to YouTube, and I want you to follow a young woman by the name of Ashley Says So. She talks about all the good, old-school, juicy celebrity gossip, and she does, like, impressions. She gets deep into their business. I'm talking about old school. You might want to pull up your mama and your aunties to listen to Ashley Says So. She talks about celebrities from way back. I'm talking about Marvin Gaye. The other day, I was listening to her spill. I don't know if my taste is, if you all are old enough to remember an actress by the name of Ethel Waters. Yeah, she goes all the way back there, and she talks about their business in a loving hip-hop light. Like, the way we talk about celebrity business and gossip now, that's how she'll give you all the Lena Horns tea from back in the days, and it's so much fun. There's another young lady. Look, I gotta speed it up, because I'm on a countdown. Yes, honey. Um, With this... um. This podcast app that I use, we only get a certain amount of time. So I want to add intellectual on YouTube. She spells it funny. It's I-N-T-E-L-E-X-U-A-L. Intellectual will put you on to some shit about black history that you thought you knew. And she'll really make you say, well, I don't know as much about black history as I thought I did. So one of the most interesting things that she mentioned, I don't know, we all know what a rent party is. If you're black, you know about rent parties. Somebody can't pay the rent back in the days. It started in Harlem. You would participate. You have a big party, fish fry, whatever. You cook some good food, have some liquor, and you have what's called a rent party. You paid that person's rent. I didn't know that back in Harlem that besides rent parties, they would have what's called um, buffets. Where anything would go in order to raise funds to pay rent and shit and bills. Um, yeah, during the war, like World War Two era, yeah, you had a buffet. So besides um, collard greens and fried fish and liquor, 
you want to get a little wig, you know, do a line or two, and whatever else was going on and good back in those days, you had that too. And then the ultimate, I definitely um, had no idea that this was going on. They had in Harlem back then, look, especially the women to supplement their incomes, what was called pussy parties. And uh, it was exactly what it sounds like. It was a party where women sold box in order to maintain. She read a quote from a woman during that era in Harlem. That What is that, the Renaissance era? Who said that she was a maid and that she made more money at a pussy party in one night than she did working as a maid in one month. And I'm going to leave it at that. So again, follow Intellectual. And Ashley says so on YouTube if you want to get into some really interesting and fun black facts. So I'm going to end it here. Thank you for joining me at my table. And it feels good to be back. And I hope you all are enjoying yourselves. Stay safe out there this summer. And I'll be talking to you next week. Bye. Hey, hey, tasters, Stella Belafonte here, and welcome to my table. It's not even Tuesday. It's just that I've been away for so long. I feel like I owe my tasters a bit of a, well, if not an explanation, just to drop a little bit on you, let you know where I've been and where I'm at with it. First of all, I hope everybody's enjoying this raggedy as summer, I have to be honest, since summer has gotten here a couple of days ago, because it is currently the first week in June, July, July, I'm not really enjoying myself. Not in New York City. We've got gnats everywhere. And um, like Mary said, every day, every day it rains. Every day it rains. Um, we've got this gnat problem. They say it's some other bug it's not gnats. It's some other shit. And they're blaming it on this so-called mild winter that we had, which is a bit crazy to me because um, we've had mild winters before. You know, um, forest fires, gnats, rain. Um, I don't know. And then there's just so much going on out here um, in the podcast world, in the celebrity world. I feel like my voice is getting lost. I have to be honest, I'm uninspired because I talk about things that I think are interesting. You know, tasty topics, you thoughts of the day, little issues that we have in the world and add a little food and liquor and movie watching to it. And I don't think anyone's interested in that at this point. I don't know if I have to step it up or just step away from the table completely. Tasters, if you want me to stay, let me know. M-I-Z-I-R-O-N-B-O-X at gmail.com. That's Ms. Ironbox at gmail.com. You know, you are my audience, my tasters. I, you are the ones who pull up to my table weekly to find out what's going on. And lately, what's going on, Um, I am not in that this space, I never thought in a million years that I would be able to consider myself vanilla. 
or that I would be able to call myself tame in comparison to the masses. I always thought that I was the firecracker and the hot tamale. I'm not tasters. What's going on out here? I, I am a total bore compared to what's going on in these streets, whether it's the celebrity streets or the podcast world and my most visible podcasters. When you go online, the subject matter that I'm taking on, they ain't interested in. I don't know when all of a sudden um, ass became the tastiest dish on the menu, but I'm sick of everybody's ass. 2023 has become the year of the ass. Whether it's people twerking or eating it or spreading it or talking about getting ready to twerk and eating it and spreading it and and back around again. I I don't want to eat ass tasters. Am I wrong? I don't want to eat it. I I don't want to talk about eating it. It, It's not fun subject matter for me. I don't want to hear about it. I don't care what color it is. and and that, that's what's going on out here. It's a lot of ass eating. And then, you know, um, celebrities getting into it with bloggers and YouTubers. And that's the tea that everybody is focused on. That's what people want to hear about. You know, like I said, my podcast is not a celebrity gossip podcast. I want to talk about when I do speak on celebrities, I need to speak on celebrities as far as how they relate to my real life, real time, real issues, and the people around me, my listeners, my tasters that join me at my table. That's when I talk about celebrities. But again, if you're looking for a space where it's just going to be random talk about what happened between um, Amber Rose and Jocelyn on the show, or who started a fight with what, or who and who's fucking who, you're not going to get that here. Again, like I said, unless... It can apply to real life, real time. And honestly, tasters, as much personality as I have and as much fun as I can be, I don't have it in me. I can't imagine just getting up every day, and I mentioned this before, just to mind people's business and spread rumors and talk shit about people. And that's a real profession. They call it being a gossip. I don't have that in me. When I do speak about celebrities or just people's business, period, like I said, there's an applications process. It has to be as it applies to real life, real real time situations, things that we can all relate to. If not all of us, just relatable subject matter. And right now, you know, I was going to give you all the smorgasbord. And I'm still thinking about it. But my biggest fear is that everyone I'm like, oh, Stella talking about this smorgasbord shit. Yeah, that's nice. You know what I mean? Oh, movies and, 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 and outfits and shit. But I want to know who dick so-and-so is sucking. It was a rumor going around that such and such is pregnant, sneaking bitches in the house when the man ain't home and all that. And then it's like... It gets to the point where so many of these stories are so jumbled together. I can't even keep up anymore. Unless it's celebrity beef, celebrity drama. That's what people want to hear. And if it's not celebrity beef and drama, sex is the order of the day. And yes, I have talked about sex. I speak about it here and there from time to time. But that is not my platform. You want to know my platform? Listen to my trailer. You know, I thought it would be something that we'd all be interested in. Come on, I deal with real issues. 
like I said, dicks and dead relatives. All the dicks and relatives that you wish were dead. That's the stuff that I like to focus on. And then it can be said, you know, that I shouldn't let anybody just take me down from my platform or knock me off my square. But who am I out here and what good is it? What purpose do I serve if that's not what people want to hear? You want to talk about booty holes and twerking. Here it is, Essence Festival, one of the most beautiful all black events that I've ever attended in my life and I've only attended once is finally back up and running post-COVID. And the talk of the town is all the twerk shit that went on during Essence Fest. I'm barely hearing about the performances, about any of the wonderful goings-ons that happens during Essence Fest. But all I'm seeing is imagery and footage of rappers and, and a so-called twerk boot camp. So taste this. That's why I've been away from the table. Because I don't have it in me. I used to really look forward every week to sitting at the table and giving you content. Like I would get excited. I would actually get mad at myself if I made a post and it was late. Like, oh shit, I'm supposed to have this up by 12 o'clock. It's 12.05. My tasters, they're ready. But no, and then I can't even tell when I go online from the stories that my tasters are liking. Just beef between, like I say, YouTubers and, 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 and rappers. All that sordid mess. Yes, I know it's happening. It's in our faces, going on in real life, in real time. But that's not what I do. So like I said... I've been on hiatus. Ooh, I like that word. It just sounds so professional. Because it's not like I'm just sitting around, look, neglecting my table, not cooking things up. But, again, I don't know if you're interested in me anymore. Look, do you love me? Tasters, do you like me? Do you want more content? Are you happy with the way my platform is going? Again, I've mentioned before, I need to do more. Yes, I talk about my Batman a lot, and I will continue to talk about this man because he has done nothing to hurt me or embarrass me. He is actually a help in my life. He motivates me to keep this thing going. He wants to see me do better. So I brought him up to say that he's standing on my neck about being more visible, you know, putting up content on reels, Getting my microphone, my ring light, all of that good shit, and I haven't done it yet. So I am looking forward to doing that. But tasters, it's like, do I need to start a second podcast? This all about dick, you know? Because I feel like my stories regarding fucking and, and, and fuck shit and fuckery, those are the episodes that get the most listens. And you know what? I got to be real. My travel, like when I have a guest, like my highest rate is... Rated episodes were the ones with Lance, you know, when we got into it and talked a little um, adult, adult triple X shit with, you know, some other commentary. And my girlfriend, Trilly Trills, a.k.a. my technician, when she went on her Canada trip, those are some of my highest, most highly rated episodes. So maybe, you know, I'll focus more on travel. And fucking, that, that's what seems to be the tasty order today. You know, I don't know if you all really care about my mentals and my body, yaddy, yaddy. But right now, mentally, um, I'm just in a space where it's like, I don't know no more. You know, I did this. This was therapy for my soul. 
when I started Tasty Topics, it's something that I felt like I needed to do because I do have a voice. And I felt like I had a voice that needed to be heard and people would enjoy listening to. And um, I just don't have it. It's not that I'm not talented or wise or intelligent or articulate. I don't have it in me to deliver the goods. I don't have it in me to give out what people are really looking for. And I could be real. I see some of the most, the least listened to podcasts with the least ratings are podcasts that are, you don't focus on, again, just real life issues. You know, they're not getting all the likes and the views. But, you know, if I was just walking up to people with a microphone and saying, hey, you're my guest today. When's the last time you swallowed cum? How long should a man have his face between your legs before you come? When's the last time you stuck your face in somebody's booty hole and ate it? Yeah, these are the topics that are getting the most um, listens and views. And it ain't me. It's either that or celebrity gossip. And tasters, I'm not here for it. But, yeah, I, I that that's my feeling. And I just wanted to just let you all in provide a little insight regarding where I've been. So, depending on how I feel, I'll stay. Or what kind of feedback I receive, I'll stay. But otherwise, this may very well be my last time at the table. This could be the last tasty top pick. That remains to be seen. Anyway, this is Stella Belafonte, and I'm over and out. Bye. Hey, hey, tasters. Stella Belafonte here, and welcome to my table. It's not even Tuesday. It's just that I've been away for so long. I feel like I owe my tasters a bit of a, well, if not an explanation, just to drop a little bit on you, let you know where I've been and where I'm at with it. First of all, I hope everybody's enjoying this raggedy-ass summer. I have to be honest, since summer has gotten here a couple of days ago, because it is currently the first week in June, July, July, I'm not really enjoying myself. Not in New York City. We've got nets everywhere. And um, like Mary said, every day, every day it rains. Every day it rains. Um, we've got this net problem. They say it's some other bug. It's not nets. It's some other shit. And they're blaming it on this so-called mild winter that we had, which is a bit crazy to me because um we've had mild winters before you know um forest fires nets rain um i don't know and then there's just so much going on out here um in the podcast world in the celebrity world i feel like my voice is getting lost i have to be honest i'm uninspired because I talk about things that I think are interesting, you know, tasty topics, thoughts of the day, little issues that we have in the world, and add a little food and liquor and movie watching to it, and 
I don't think anyone's interested in that. At this point, I don't know if I have to step it up or just step away from the table completely. Tasters, if you want me to stay, let me know. M-I-Z-I-R-O-N-B-O-X at gmail.com. That's Ms. Ironbox at gmail.com. You know, you are my audience, my tasters. I, you are the ones who pull up to my table weekly to find out what's going on. And lately, what's going on, Um, I am not in that space. I never thought in a million years that I would be able to consider myself Vanilla, or that I would be able to call myself tame in comparison to the masses. I always thought that I was the firecracker and the hot tamale. I'm not tasters. What's going on out here? I, I am a total bore compared to what's going on in these streets, whether it's the celebrity streets or the podcast world. And my most visible podcasters, when you go online, the subject matter that I'm taking on they ain't interested in i don't know when all of a sudden um ass became the tastiest dish on the menu but i'm sick of everybody's ass 2023 has become the year of the ass whether it's people twerking or eating it or spreading it or talking about getting ready to twerk and eating it and spreading it and and back around again i I don't want to eat ass tasters am i wrong i don't want to eat it i I don't want to talk about eating it It, it's not fun subject matter for me i don't want to hear about it i don't care what color it is and and that's what's going on out here it's a lot of ass eating and then you know um celebrities getting into it with bloggers and youtubers and that's the tea that everybody is focused on that's what people want to hear about you know like i said my podcast is not a celebrity gossip podcast i want to talk about when i do speak on celebrities i need to speak on celebrities as far as how they relate to my real life, real time, real issues and the people around me my listeners, my tasters that join me at my table, that's when I talk about celebrities, but again, if you're looking for a space where it's just going to be random talk about what happened between um, Amber Rose and Jocelyn on the show, or who started a fight with what, or who and who's fucking who, you're not going to get that here, again like I said, unless it can apply to real life, real time. And honestly, tasters, as much personality as I have and as much fun as I can be, I don't have it in me. I can't imagine just getting up every day, and I mentioned this before, just to mind people's business and spread rumors and talk shit about people. And that's a real profession. They call it being a gossip. I don't have that in me. When I do speak about celebrities or just people's business, period, like I said, there's an applications process. It has to be as it applies to real life, real real time, situations, things that we can all relate to. If not all of us, just relatable subject matter. And right now, you know, I was going to give you all the smorgasbord. And I'm still thinking about it. But my biggest fear is that everyone's like, oh, Stella talking about this smorgasbord shit. Yeah, that's nice. You know what I mean? Oh, movies and, 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 and outfits and shit. But 
I want to know who dick so-and-so is sucking. It was a rumor going around that such and such is pregnant, sneaking bitches in the house when the man ain't home and all that. And then it's like, it gets to the point where so many of these stories are so jumbled together. I can't even keep up anymore. Listen, celebrity beef, celebrity drama. That's what people want to hear. And if it's not celebrity beef and drama, sex is the order of the day. And yes, I have talked about sex I speak about it here and there from time to time but that is not my platform you want to know my platform listen to my trailer you know I thought it would be something that we'd all be interested in come on I deal with real issues like I said dicks and dead relatives or the dicks and relatives that you wish were dead that's the stuff that I like to focus on And then it can be said, you know, that I shouldn't let anybody just take me down from my platform or knock me off my square. But who am I out here and what good is it? What purpose do I serve if that's not what people want to hear? You want to talk about booty holes and twerking. Here it is, Essence Festival, one of the most beautiful all black events that I've ever attended in my life and I've only attended once is finally back up and running post-COVID and the talk of the town is all the twerk shit that went on during Essence Fest I'm barely hearing about the performances about any of the wonderful goings-ons that happens during Essence Fest but all I'm seeing is imagery and footage of rappers and and a so-called twerk boot camp so taste this that's why I've been away from the table Because I don't have it in me. I used to really look forward every week to sitting at the table and giving you content. Like I would get excited. I would actually get mad at myself if I made a post and it was late. Like, oh shit, I'm supposed to have this up by 12 o'clock. It's 12.05. My tasters, they're ready. But no. And then I can't even tell when I go online from the stories that my tasters are liking just beef between like I say youtubers and and, and and rappers all that sorted mess yes I know it's happening it's in our face it's going on in real life in real time but that's not what I do so like I said I've been on hiatus oh I like that word it just sounds so professional because it's not like I'm just sitting around look neglecting my table not cooking things up but Again, I don't know if you're interested in me anymore. Look, do you love me? Tasters, do you like me? Do you want more content? Are you happy with the way my platform is going? Again, I've mentioned before, I need to do more. Yes, I talk about my Batman a lot, and I will continue to talk about this man. Because he has done nothing to hurt me or embarrass me. He is actually a help in my life. He motivates me. To keep this thing going. He wants to see me do better. So I brought him up to say that he's standing on my neck about being more visible. You know, putting up content, um, reels, getting my microphone, my ring light, all of that good shit. And I haven't done it yet. So I am looking forward to doing that. But tasters, it's like, do I need to start a second podcast? This all about dick? You know, because I feel like my stories regarding fucking and, and, and fuck shit and fuckery 
Those are the episodes that get the most listens. And you know what? I got to be real. My travel. Like when I have a guest. Like my highest rated episodes were the ones with Lance. You know, when we got into it and talked a little um, adult, adult triple X shit with, you know, some other commentary. And my girlfriend, Trilly Trills, a.k.a. my technician, when she went on her Canada trip. Those are some of my highest most highly rated episodes so maybe you're not focus more on travel and fucking that that's what seems to be the tasty order today you know i don't know if you all really care about my mentals and my body yaddy yaddy but right now mentally um i'm just in a space where it's like i don't know no more you know i did this this was therapy for my soul when I started Tasty Topics, it's something that I felt like I needed to do because I do have a voice. And I felt like I had a voice that needed to be heard and people would enjoy listening to. And um, I just don't have it. It's not that I'm not talented or wise or intelligent or articulate. I don't have it in me to deliver the goods. I don't have it in me to give out what people are really looking for. And I could be real. I see some of the most, the least listened to podcasts with the least ratings are podcasts that are, you don't focus on, again, just real life issues. You know, they're not getting all of the likes and the views. But, you know, if I was just walking up to people with a microphone and saying, hey, you're my guest today. When's the last time you swallowed cum? How long should a man have his face between your legs before you come? When's the last time you stuck your face in somebody's booty hole and ate it? Yeah, these are the topics that are getting the most um, listens and views. And it ain't me. It's either that or celebrity gossip. And tasters, I'm not here for it. But yeah, I, I that that's my feeling. And I just wanted to just let you all in provide a little insight regarding where I've been so depending on how I feel I'll stay or what kind of feedback I receive I'll stay but otherwise this may very well be my last time at the table this could be the last tasty top pick that remains to be seen anyway this is Stella Belafonte And I'm over and out. Bye.